Hey, it's Vic. <laughs> and Javi. And you are, are watching, watching the, the Shmi Show. Oh, you gave it like the Disney? I tried. <laughs> All right, welcome back, you guys. Next on the Shmi Show, we have our very special guests. They are two of my closest friends here in the city. But honestly, they are so many more things than that. Take a look. Javi Perez and Victor Borboya wear many hats. They're models, actors, business owners, and husbands. These high school sweethearts of Cuban descent grew up in South Florida, but have been making their mark in New York City for over a decade. As the owners of the fitness studio Social Club, their mission is to inspire positive change through movements and to lift your spirits while lifting your booty. You can also add motivating queer role models to their list because whether they'll admit it or not, Javi and Vic light up the doll world around us. Their story is energizing and their love is true. If you want to know how they've totally schooled life, it's simple. If it comes from Javi and Vic, it comes from the heart. Welcome to Speed Show, my friends, Javi and Vic! <laughs> woo, woo, woo! What's up, Sam? What's going on? I'm so excited! I'm so excited to finally have you guys here. It's been a long time coming, right? I know you guys knew about this show back in March. Yeah, I was trying to think March, 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 March wasn't that far away, but it feels far as hell. For, yeah. For well, no, that was the first yeah. day we met. Uh, when I told you guys about the Shmi show, that was actually the first day we met. Like officially like met in person. Yeah, in yeah, in, in, in person, yeah. All right, so let's dive right into it because we have so many topics to cover because you guys are two of the most fascinating people that I've ever met in my entire life. If someone came up to a bar, or if someone came up to you at a bar, not as a couple, let's say individual, and then maybe we could do a couple. And they said, who are you? How would you describe yourself? Who wants to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, who who am I? Um, first, I'd introduce myself. Say my name is Victor. And then um, I would probably say, do that like cute little like, I'd give him like, you know, it's like I do this like, um, I'll, look, I'll look down until I look up and I'll do like a little flurry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll introduce myself. I'll say my name is Victor. And um, uh, I, I would start off by just saying I'm an actor. I live in New York City. And I am officially a New Yorker because I hit my 10-year move anniversary on August 16th, which was like last week or something. So 10 years. So I'm an actor. I'm a New Yorker. And um, I'm here to have a good time. <laughs> Javi, your turn. Um, so I like it's it. This is kind of like this kind of goes back to like how I interpret information. I'm like, do I do I answer it the way that he just answered it, or do I answer it in a way that feels a little bit like deeper? And I think I'm gonna go with like the deeper one. And I think it's Please. and what I mean by that is, um, hi, my name is. <laughs> I, I need you. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Javi. I am a multi-potentialite. And that means that I, yes, I'm an actor when I apply myself to that. It's part of my identity. Yes, I'm a fitness instructor when I apply myself to that. Yes, I'm a painter when I apply myself to that. So it's like having potential for a lot of different things and kind of having to pick and choose what the flavor of the month year is right all right well the award for the best answer goes to hobby i do have to say though i do have to say though but my my 
decision to answer the way that I did, I think mm-hmm. is very heavily influenced by the fact that I worked at a bar for seven yeah. years. So there are certain things that I feel like talking about and certain things that I just don't feel like talking about with strangers. Yeah. So if I don't feel like getting into a super long conversation with you, I mm-hmm. might not answer the question the way that Holly yeah. did. You, 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 would have, you would have gone home with the hookup and I would have gone home with the husband. That's what <laughs> but someone, if I answer that to any to somebody and they just just kind of they like, would literally look at him like I gotta go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was answering yeah, yeah. the question. <laughs> um, it was very considering, considering the terms yeah. that were given to me by Sam, and uh-huh. he mentioned that yeah. I was being approached by somebody at a bar. At a bar. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, one of the things I, I want to talk about, and it's something you guys you guys always roll your eyes at me when I bring this up, and I don't know if if it's a roll your eyes of. Sam, like, that is, like, that's so far-fetched. But when I call you guys queer role models, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, screwing around with you guys. I'm not, like, trying to, like, you know, beef up my friends and, like, boost their egos. Like, I really do mean that. And, Javi, you and I had a very great conversation recently. Uh, I like, I think last weekend. Um, about what that means. And before we hop into all those surface questions that we got to cover so people get to know you better, I do really want to start with this one because I really want to get your, both your perspectives on if you realize the weight of your individual careers and then your careers combined mean for queer people in New York City, but also queer kids out there who may follow you guys that you're unaware of, that they're seeing two very successful gay men and then also having a very successful marriage and a very successful social life. And you guys are like the testament that like, it's all possible. It can all be wrapped up together in a bow. Don't let someone else tell you it's not possible. I think that, um, I think that we possibly rolled our eyes just because, um, uh, I don't know. Um, to be humble. Because, no, we understand that you're being really nice and you're being a really great friend. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, and I guess maybe because there are many instances in my life where I forget that that's the truth, but there have been a few instances instances in my life where um i have noticed that or i have realized that like um, impact well yeah like like um for instance um um uh, for a period of time i i was receiving like messages from like young boys or kids that um went to the high school that i went to you know like they were like sent me a personal dm being like hi my name is so-and-so and this um, is my story. This is what I'm going through, and I'm reaching out because I didn't know who else to reach out, and I'm scared I, to come out. Yeah, like I, I went to, I, I go to the same high school that you graduated from. Um, and when that happens, that is a kind of like nice, um, humble reminder that I, I am who you say I am. Um, but um, it is, it, it has been super humbling to help them. This idea of like being a queer role model, um, I take very seriously. And um, as, as much influence or as little influence as I have, whether I'm um, influencing three kids or a thousand kids, um, for me, it's all about the kids, all the queer kids out there that don't have yeah. someone to look up to and someone to aspire to be um and i like that you bring up you know not just on a career level but on a personal level because growing up i had the career stuff down like i was like that stuff i'm not worried about for me it was the personal stuff like how am i gonna live like a fulfilling life um how am i gonna find someone that loves me 
am I going to have to keep this lie up forever? Um, and for us, for so for so long, like you said, like we forget that for so long we were so worried, and like it was debilitating how worried we were to the point where it was easier for us just to live these crazy double lives until we obviously just couldn't anymore. And um, I guess that goes further into our story. Yeah, like, it's not that we could stuff, anymore. But... We just decided not to do anymore because yeah. we. We felt that like our relationship was more important. Yeah, we, we than, came to an end. It came like, to an end where we were like, we don't have to, we don't have to keep this up anymore because if 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 the people that we, we were so scared of don't accept us, then we have each other, so they can fuck off. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 I obviously know how you guys met, but I love the story so much. So if you guys want to dive into how you met and we can just go from there. So Javi and I, we met in high school. Um, how long ago? 13 years ago? Yeah, so we graduated in 2009. Yeah. We met, Do yeah, we met at the end of 2008. Yeah, and we went to an all boys Catholic Jesuit school in Miami, Florida. And I always say like things suit and tie, you know, very I, yeah. like stuck up. I always loved whenever we tell like um, casting directors for like commercials or whatever this little story i always love to throw in the word that it was scandalous i was like it was so scandalous um but the truth <laughs> is really really i'd like to throw in the word scandalous because they like they eat it up but the truth is it really wasn't scandalous only because nobody knew like, yeah it was the biggest secret yeah and it wasn't just it wasn't this that it was a secret it was that i think especially between our peers i think being gay was like in their eyes, it was like the biggest insult. It was like the worst thing you could be. Yep. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if anybody ever thought that we were gay or anything, they would literally be like, oh my God, no, that's the worst thing I could think of them. I would never think that of them. So they're absolutely not. And they, like our friends would defend us to the end of which time. Is, which is so crazy because when we started dating, we would, we would, um, we kind of like completely derailed. Like, yeah, we just became, we well, we became, oh, sorry. Yeah. We became, we became best friends. Right. Um, and, uh, we spent, um, any minute that we could alone together. So we would show up to school like 10 minutes early and I would hop in his car and we'd just hold hands like secretly and privately, like by ourselves. Um, but yeah, we, we would literally just like meet early just so we could sit in the car holding hands. Yeah. But the reason, but to take it back to what Hub was saying about what, about people defending you against being called gay yeah. or they, they, whatever they, it they was. would defend your honor. One time towards, towards the end of our time at high school, we uh -huh. went to prom and we had- Not together. No, not together. We, oh, we went I was to, like, wow. You know, we went to prom with our own dates. <laughs> And then we, we ended up like kind of like ditching the dates. So long story short, we ended up uh, passing out together on the beach. Like just like, we just like passed out together on the beach. I know it's super sweet, but um, I woke up. Not super his, sweet when you're his, in the closet. Yeah, with his, his pants were just like opened. I mean, not, he wasn't completely naked, but his pants were open and my <laughs> head was laying in his crotch. I woke up and we were like, oh my God, Javi, whatever. We had nowhere else to sleep, so we fell asleep on the beach. Cut to... Monday, <laughs> we're Monday, in the line. Monday morning at in, in the lunch line. We're, we're in the standing line, in line together. to get lunch, and all of a sudden, a friend of ours comes up to me and goes, "Yo, guys, the craziest thing happened!" And he's cracking, he's cracking up. up, and he's we're just like, "He's like, what? <laughs> yo, I was taking a walk on the beach, and I see these two people passed out, and I walk up to them, 
and it's you and Javi passed out on each other's crotches. Look, look, look at this photo. Look how funny. And he shows us the like, photo. I was literally like, no. Like, not, not even for a second does he think like, oh, these guys are gay. He was just like, wow, this is hilarious. These guys fell asleep on each other's crotches with their pants down. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. That's yeah. so funny. Let me show everyone in the table. No one started <laughs> thinking like, oh, my God, guys, it's because they're gay. It was just like, and I was like, oh, my God, we could literally get away with anything. We could literally make out right now and convince everyone it's a joke. You'd give me like a massage. Or I'd give you like and a massage. Whatever. Like, it was like, all... it didn't matter. Like, it was what? like, we could do anything. We got away with anything. I don't know. It was... And then right around graduation, um, uh, people started finding out. And that also, while, while if it happened a year earlier, like if people started finding out I was gay, say junior year, I think I would have felt like it was the end of the world. But I think that what we were saying rings true in this moment. It was just like our fear of our friends not being our friends anymore didn't really matter because we were fortunate enough to just like know that the other person was going to be there and it didn't really matter. You know, no, yeah. no, nobody else mattered. I was over it. So, yeah. so for that reason, it was easy for me to say, fuck you, you don't like it or whatever. Uh, uh, I also, I also, and, the, and everyone, for the most part, everyone was fine. Yeah, At least yeah, to yeah. our face, everyone was fine and they were cool about yeah. it. My dad, when he found out, which is another story, another story for another day on, on how he found out, uh, it includes, yeah. um, a shower and nudity. So there's that, um, iconic. Okay. Yeah. He reacted pretty, um, pretty violently in terms of like. Uh, his anger, you know, he's just like, he was very upset. He almost took it, he almost took it like it, I was doing it. In like a punishment. Him. Yeah, it was, it was like a punishment uh, towards him. Yeah, yeah, he really way. thought, and, and, and you know what, and, and, and who's to say, that, like, based off of how I remember this, it, it, he, he really did truly feel like it was in spite of him. Like, the day he found out, he asked me um, why. And... Cause like, I love cops. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I, I, I love. Yeah. So my, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that this is what I'm talking about. That because of where I was in my life, it was so yeah. easy for me to, um, to say fuck you. <laughs> I didn't say fuck you, but it was yeah. so easy. For no, me I to, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about how you feel about this, and I laughed. This is why I feel coming out is so important, right? Because mm-hmm. you come out. Um, to kind of prove to everyone that we're not living ashamed, we're not living a shameful life. Nothing that we do um, as queer people um, should be anything that we're ashamed of or feel sorry for or apologize for. Um, and we're, we grow up with so much guilt. Um, we both yeah. grew up um, going to Catholic school and it was just like the guilt was was hovering above us. I mean, it still is in a yeah, way. Like, is, yeah. we feel the guilt all the time. Um, but it's so important for us as, like you said, queer role models to to kind of, like, smash that and, 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 and live as loud as possible so that, so that the young queer kids can say, oh, my God, like, look what's possible. Um, mm-hmm. And they're happy and, like, the world's not ending and people don't hate them. Yes. People actually like them. Okay, so let's talk business. Let's talk about Social Club. Because that's how I know you guys. That's how we met. That's what brought this all together. So as you, as everyone at home knows, um, I am the unofficial um, 
social club um, <laughs> ambassador. I'm always trying to get Game everyone. Ambassador. <laughs> ambassador. I'm always trying to get everyone to the social club. Um, I crack myself up when I think about how passionate I was about social club. Before there actually was a real studio and I knew you guys, I was just obsessed with the workouts. There was something about it. I'm all about energy. And I knew when it started, I was like, this is my jam. Because, fun little story I, I'm going to share with you guys right now, is how I ended up finding you guys on Instagram all, all many years ago. So, because it ties into why I was like, this is like the shit I'm doing social club. These people are my people. I need to meet them. It's all going to happen. So I felt very lost in 2018 because I had just gone through a really bad breakup. And this Netflix pilot that I had been working on, I don't know if I ever told you guys about this. It tanked and it wasn't going anywhere. Um, I spent like a whole year working on all this stuff for Netflix and just it didn't ever take off. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? I don't feel like I'm around my people. No one gets me. Um, I'm like the, the gay in the entire area. And I'm just very lost. Like I would go to work and I was working at the coffee shop at the time. And I would be like washing dishes at, at the end of the day being like, this is like, I'm, this is my life. I'm going to end up teaching theater at the local high school. I'm going to be that gay guy who never left the small town. Like that is just not like, that's just my, my destiny, I guess. I'm never getting out. And I, I just somehow stumbled across one of your guys' profiles. And then I was like, these guys look like the most joyful, warm people I have ever seen. And also, I came out of a relationship that was so, like, the pictures online were, like, the mask over all of the shit that was going on at home. But, like, when I saw pictures of you guys... I was like, this is real. Like, this is what real love looks like. Like, this is real. And I remember I remember just being so happy watching your guys' lives. And then I went off social media for a long time. And when I came back, I eventually found my way back to you guys. And I remember telling myself when I came back on social media, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be them or other people. But my goal right now in life is to end up in the next two years in a place where I'm around people just like them because they look like they're having the time of their fucking life. And I want to be having the time of my fucking life. And it's crazy that now, not only am I having the time of my fucking life, but you guys are part of that. I've always felt so uncomfortable being a queer person in a very straight dominated athletic space. And they're creating something where I can just be Sam and not be worried that when I lift the weight, I flick my wrist a little too much or my hip goes over to the side when I'm doing squats or whatever. I can just be fucking Sam and work out and it's going to be cool. And then that's it. And then that's why I've always been like, yeah, everyone fucking doing social club because these are good people doing a good thing. And whether they realize it or not, social club is a great fucking thing for more than just gay people. So that's my little... um my little spiel about social club so <laughs> that was very yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to transcribe that put that on our website please <laughs> i'm a fitness instructor it is one of the hats that i wear um i started teaching classes during the pandemic on instagram live partly because i was bored partly because i had clients messaging me like hey like what should we be doing i'm losing my mind and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start recording myself working out like 10 minutes at a time. And I just started making these like short videos. Mm-hmm. And I saw that people were watching them, right? And that was like, I was like pre-recording. When oh, I yeah, first yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. I was like pre-recording. In the backyard. Yes. Um, 
when I first started. And then it was sort of was like taking so long to like upload them. The files were too big. It was like really oh, annoying. What a nightmare. And of course, like <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I'm like the face of Social Club, but he is everything else. Yeah. So he this was, this was all pre-Social Club, but he was the one that like goes on and I has to like edit the videos or like upload them. Like I'm like the worst at that kind of thing, and it's what he where he thrives. So we start ma- doing them and we start getting you know like. 100, 120 people joining these Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. Granted, some of them just kind of like, I like so many people would tell me they just turned it, turned it on and they just liked to like watch and just like it ha- like they were just like watching us have fun and they like liked it. Yeah, which I find hilarious. I was like, oh my god, just like watching other people this was, work this out. Was, well, this was also in during the peak of the pandemic. Like totally, the first two months of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, and we were working out his parents' beautiful backyard. Mm-hmm. So yes. that also kind of- Yes, it added yeah. to it. And I just yeah. started to see the, the response I was getting was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was like, just like, wow, this is so fun. I love this, so great. Um, I had always taught classes with kind of like, it's always like my style and like the way that I taught. Um, but now teaching classes in the backyard without working for any specific company, I was able to just do whatever I wanted and I was able to teach the way that I wanted and I was able to speak the way that I wanted. That's kind a of, big thing. That's a big thing. Like speaking and saying what you want without feeling like kind of kind of speaking to what you rules. said, like like feeling safe in a queer space to exercise and not feeling self conscious and feeling like you can just like, oh my God, just like be yourself to like work out. It's just like it's the thing straight people don't understand. It's That's like when yeah. you're gay, you're you're constant when you put yourself in these different situations, you're you're constantly putting mask back on and you're kind of like, even if it's just a little bit going in the closet, like you're still going in the phone with voice or like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. checking into a hotel and like being nervous to say that you're like with this yeah. person and you only want one bed. Yeah. They're like those little things straight people don't understand. Mm-hmm. So being able to be in a queer space and being able to be myself teaching, I was like, oh my God, I like love doing this. Like I liked it as a job. It was fine, you know, as a side side hustle. But I was like, wow, this is like so fulfilling, especially when I had like all these people giving me all this positive reinforcement. So we said, why don't we just do this? And we're like, we are in the middle of the pandemic. And it's like kind of early on in the pandemic. And we we're just like, we have all this time and, and all this energy and we have all these people that are excited. Let's just like make this a real thing. Did you ever get worried about you both like landing like a huge fucking acting job and like you're not knowing what to do with Social Club? No, absolutely not. I'm like, let's land that big acting job. I'm yeah, I don't get worried about not. I'm not worried about not booking it. No, no, absolutely not. Let's um, let's get that job and we'll worry about the rest. We'll worry about the rest. <laughs> when yeah, girl, that's like that's like that's the same question I get as an actor. People are like. So what kind of acting do you do? Like theater, more film? Or, and I was like, girl, whatever, what, yeah. whoever wants yeah. to hire yeah. me, I will. Yeah. Okay. I think there are enough systems in place exactly. where, where, where one, because there's two of us. Yeah. Um, and two, because we, we, we have enough systems in place that like, that it is a secondary concern. It's something that, something yeah. that would pan out because we've done enough work on it and acting so, gigs don't last forever babe so like i'm like you do you you get that big acting gig and i'm yeah. like okay great i'm i'm gone for it's two same, months well, three it's months the same, it's the then, same thing with it's the same thing with like sammy where like when sammy said she was leaving it's like it's fine girl like yeah it we, is what it is. we we we're mm-hmm. here so it's like 
I mean, yeah, she's she was on hiatus because yeah. she booked a job. Yeah. So you know, she comes back. She's gonna work, and she's gonna book another job. And yeah. then Brooke's gonna book another job. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I'm hopefully gonna book a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I started laughing as you were saying that because, like, when you mentioned like you, Brooke, and Sammy, I had this like storyline in my head just now. It's like all three of you landed a job, and it's like, what do we do? And like Vic and I have to run a social club, like the two most like least flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like, exactly. like neither of us could fucking do anything flexible, and we're like, okay, guys, we're gonna teach class no. today. And they're like, no. I, teach, I, I, I'm capable of teaching a 45 minute class, not a social club class. Yeah, but I'm capable yeah. of making that fucking ass sweat. I can yeah. do that. That's social so club funny. will just look a little different. Yeah. All right. Just a little bit. Yeah. The, girl, the, the girls, our girls will be showing up looking like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A month later, the girls are going to be walking with like, with like, with like weightlifting belts and like weightlifting gloves on. Totally. Uh, 50 yeah. pound hand weights. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That, oh, that's so fucking funny. So I'm going to get ask you guys a sad question, but I, but I hope you take it as a way of like the light at the end of the tunnel. What was the lowest point in your relationship and how did you guys, if there was one that is, and how did you guys find your way through and how has it made your relationship stronger um i had stayed at home um and i was going to college in miami and um i was studying dance and whatever and victor had gone away to tallahassee um just like an eight minute eight eight minute eight oh. hour drive from my <laughs> it was an eight hour drive from miami and he had already been living on his own mm-hmm. right for two years I had never had a roommate or like lived with anyone or lived on my own mm-hmm. at all. Um, so we moved in together, um, which I had like, I was like um, a little hesitant because oh my I was God. like, well, well I'll, I'll, let me, let me interject really quick. Cause we'll just use this as both of our stories, okay. but this is like, this is, this well, is, I think it was like the lowest po- point in our relationship. Cause yeah, we like, sure. almost broke up and well, it, because like, we almost like stopped being together. As far as I understood, regarding like going going to NYU together. I was at FSU and he was at he was still mm-hmm. in Miami mm-hmm. and I really thought that I was we... at FIU. I was at a university. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Sour touchy subject. Um I was, uh, I was studying as well. I was in Tallahassee and he was in Miami. Yeah. And um I I thought we were on the same page about getting into NYU and then like moving into an apartment together which we had already like signed a lease on like i i was in my head it was a very 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 exciting thing for both of us mm-hmm. i had no idea that he was like considering pulling the rug from underneath me mm-hmm. yeah because well for me i i i wanted it to feel like my experience and i wanted it to I be know. like yeah I, I felt like i was being robbed of an individual experience where it was like we were becoming we were so young and people had, people loved to remind young young couples that they're young and that they have the whole world ahead of them and like you know that you guys like don't be so serious together because you know like you have there's so many experiences that you're going to miss out on or blah 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 and when i got into nyu i got into a very specific program at tish and i was like well i want to be with those kids like i want to be with the other kids and i want to like I had this idea of like dorm life and I wanted to like be in a dorm and like, thank God I did it. Uh, and it was like such a luxury not to be in a dorm. 
but those are things that I didn't, yeah. I didn't process. Like I was like, oh, I, I want to learn that for myself. Like I want to live in a shitty dorm and like be sad yeah. about it. And like, I wanted to have, I felt like I was being robbed of these experiences. And he was like, well, I already experienced all of those things. They suck. I'm telling you these, this is better, but I didn't want to hear it. Like I just wanted to do my own thing. Um, but of course, financially it just made sense for us to yeah. live together and we did that. And then like learning to live alone and being a, being away from my parents for the first time, starting this new, very intense program, all of that started to become very overwhelming. Um, and yeah, that was much, much, much harder on him mm-hmm. than it was on me. Multiple Cause we basically got married. Like we were like married, we were like living together, like yeah. a married couple yeah. and like, I, you know, not we like not just what we're dealing with school. We weren't just regular roommates. We were like sleeping in the same bed. We were fucking. We were. We were. We were fucking. Uh, you hear that? Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of fucking. Uh, and um, there was also a lot of like learning that like he's like messy. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not messy. Uh huh. Issues with that. Yeah. I had I had issues telling him how I felt about it. And I, I didn't know how to like express these things to him. So I would build it all up inside and inside. And then we would go out and get drunk. And then I would like lose it on him. Like I would, and it was just like take a little bit of alcohol and like the smallest thing would, would start a fight between us. And we would be like screaming at each other, like fighting. And then we'd wake up the next day, like what did we even fight about? So there was a lot of that for a while. It was a lot for like a 19 year old to deal with. Totally. Um, well then, we got through it. Well, how about this? Okay, so then with all of that, and a very brief, <laughs> condensed answer, when did you guys know you guys were the one for each other? Like, what was the moment you're like, I? I I, I knew way, 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 way before Javi. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, for example, when we, when, when, when I remember he like invited me over to his parents' house before we moved and he like tried pulling the rug under me from being like i don't know if this is right like i don't know if we need like i i literally like my i i like pooped my stomach yeah like yeah. I, I really freaked out emotionally i had no i didn't see that coming mm-hmm. because i already knew that. um so after dragging his ass to new york and making him mm-hmm. move in with me um, you didn't drag me to New York. I didn't, but like you dragged but me like, into that. But forcing you, forcing you to live with me and doing all that, I, I one day after after living with him for like two years or whatever, mm-hmm. I did look at him and I did say, "By the way, since I already pulled and pushed so hard, if you ever want to get married, know that I'm not going to be the one that's asking because I'm not going to do that too." I did say that. Yeah, he I did. did. Uh, but for me. I don't know, we were young, we were already in college, and I, this was like around the time where like, you know, things were kind of like not going well. Mm-hmm. And we went home for Christmas, and I had even I even told my parents, I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna end things. Like I'm, I just want, I was like, I'm just like unhappy God. in the apartment, and I'm like not happy in our relationship. It just feels like, and you say that kind of thing, and you feel like the sense of relief. My mom was like, mm-hmm. wow, okay, we we love Victor but like mm-hmm. you know you have to be happy you know so the weekend started going uh the week or whatever Victor mm-hmm. kept coming to like our events my family's events and my mom pulled me aside and was like okay like you're like pretending like nothing's going on I see you with him like mm-hmm. you guys look great like are you breaking up with him or not and I was like yeah 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 it doesn't feel like the right time 
And then my mom came up to me again, like another day, like two days later, whatever, and was like, um, okay, I just want to say, I didn't raise you to be this way. You're dragging him through the mud. If you're going to break up with him, just break up with him already. And I got super offended. I was like, um, not your relationship. <laughs> I was like, you're being rude. I'm sorry I told you anything at all. And she was like, no, because I didn't raise you to be this way. You're being a dick and blah. blah. And I was like, you don't know my life. And I got so <laughs> upset. I'm like, me and my mom are best friends. Yeah. I was like, we never fight. Just yeah. like not. Uh-huh. So it was, she was calling me out and I was like, you've never done this before. And I was like, and I don't like it. Wow. Um, but she's like, yeah, everyone in our family thinks the same thing. They're just, they don't want to tell you. I'm the only one telling you. And of course, my sister walks in and was like, yeah, Javi, come on. And then like my dad. And I was like, weird intervention. I was like, oh my God, like, fine, I'll do it tonight. Then like the next day happens and it's like Christmas. And Victor came into the house and he, um, he looked like a little like disheveled and distraught. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's going on? He was like, mm-hmm. and I like, what's wrong? And he like, he looked like, he's like really like, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, discombobulated. Like, yeah, I was like disturbed or whatever. And I, I take him into the room and all of a sudden he's like crying and like, like Victor doesn't cry. Victor doesn't cry and he holds it all in. And he like, he starts to get like really red and his eyes get teary. And he's like, oh my God, I got into an accident. My dad was so mad. And like, I like, I was like, you know, I like, it's just so dumb. And he was like in so much pain. Like I was like, watching him like be so like, he was all over the place. Yeah. And that, I, I don't know how to explain this to people, but that's the moment that I knew like, oh my God, I just want to take care of this person for the rest of my life. Okay. I just like looked at him and I like, I just grabbed him and I was literally like, I got you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I swear to God, I kid you not. That was the moment that I was just like, Oh my God, all that other stuff I was feeling was stupid and bullshit. I love this person for the rest of my life. And I just like, I feel like every time I say that story, I'm like, it's such a stupid story. It's not. But I don't know how, I don't know yeah. how to like, I get um, it. kind of like, I don't know. It just, it was, it clicked. And I was like, uh, I, I, I was so upset that someone had hurt him. I know. Or like made him feel a certain way that was not good. Yeah. And I saw him in pain and I just didn't want to see him in pain ever again. I know. I've been there. I totally get it. I totally get it. So final question. Seeing as your relationship is just based on true love for each other, respect for each other, and you're always lifting each other up. What do you hope your relationship and the public setting it is, what impact that might have for other people like like what what would you hope that you just loving each other does to the world i um i feel like our um instagram and i mean in general social media um you usually portray Mm -hmm. a relationship in like a very favorable way all the time right it's all like happy 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 all the time smiling Mm -hmm. da 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 um what I want to get through is that relationships take work, right? However, <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> like, like I, we, we, we work on a relationship that like we go through, we, we fight a lot, right? And I feel like if you're not fighting, then you're in trouble, right? It's twofold, I think, or it's, there's two elements to the answer to this question. And the first one goes back to talking about, um, like the younger generation that 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 we um, that look up to us, right? 
Um, and I think the only thing we really can do is to continue what we're doing is, and just prove to them that there is joy in being gay. Um, and being in a successful relationship. Yeah. And thriving. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. for example, there, when I was 14, I would say, there, there's, there was nothing that anybody could tell me that would convince me that I didn't want to be straight. You know what I mean? So I would have given anything to be straight at 14. And there was nothing anybody could say or do or show me that would convince me otherwise, right? And so I'm thinking that if we continue to truthfully live our lives and our relationship publicly, that maybe there will be kids that are 14, 12, 10, 8, and younger that don't ever have to think that way. They don't ever have to think, oh, I wish I was straight. They just have to think like, oh, I'm so excited to be gay. But the second part is for queer kids' parents. So it's like, if we are publicly living our lives and being happy together, and we just so happen to be at a sushi restaurant um, down the street, and there are two conservative parents, right, that happen to be sitting next to us, at the table next to us, um, and they're on vacation and they have a queer kid who they are ready to kick out, I hope that we can inspire maybe a little bit of change or a little bit of thinking that they'll take home with them. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I love this conversation. I love getting to know a little bit more about you guys. Um, I just really want to say, again, thank you so much for being such good friends to me and welcoming me into your lives. I will see you guys in class tomorrow, probably. Um, and Thanks I hope you guys... <gasps> Bye, Robin! Oh! their child <laughs> all right i love you guys bye love you. Yeah. <laughs>